Hey everyone, this is Bridget Ann with another episode of Mommy with a Mouth. And today I was going to talk about balancing your mental illness and parenthood. I am a first time mom. I had my daughter last July. She'll be 10 months here at the end of the month. And it has been the single hardest challenge as far as my mental illness and my depression and my BPD and bipolar disorder. Um, Just because there's obviously so many triggers. Not even being a new time mom, just a parent in general, but especially being a new parent, there are so many triggers because it's all new. It's things you've never experienced before and it's overwhelming things. The late nights, the no sleep, the blowout diapers, the spit up, the kids getting into everything and I mean literally having to not only take care of yourself but you have to take care of this whole other life and this whole other person and some days it's really difficult I mean there's days that I'm in my depression or I'm having a manic and I don't want to get out of bed I just want to sleep all day that's all I want to do and I used to be able to just do that and you know take that day and kind of focus on myself but with my daughter that's not really possible anymore you know my life can't end and take a break when I want to just because I want to or I feel like it she has to eat she has to get changed she has to get fed she has to be entertained and I think a lot of the times when we're parents we seem to just do what we need to do obviously because it needs to get done but we don't really go back to oh well how was I feeling this morning? Why was I feeling that way? And now that I'm alone, should I take some time for myself? You know, I, I'd make these podcasts while she's sleeping in the off chance that I get a few minutes to myself. And I really utilize that time to just enjoy time in the shower or talk to you guys about your issues and just really doing things that I enjoy for myself that really help with my manias because It's so important to remember that you are still you, even though you have to sacrifice a huge part of yourself and a part of your life to um, raise your kids, you still have to take care of yourself. Because I have learned that when I am not in the right mental space, I am not the best mom that I can be. And I want to be the best mom that I can be. I don't want to let my illness affect how I'm raising my daughter. And it's going to happen. It's bound to happen. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I've lost it. There have been times where I've just lost it. And I mean, I've never abused, you know, or anything from that point. But, you know, I've she's seen me scream in ways that, a, you know, a child shouldn't see a parent scream, at least not that young, I feel. And I would just feel horrible about myself and it would just feed into my depression. But I would talk to so many other moms and other people out there that are like, you know, that's normal, especially if you are dealing with a mania disorder, because I mean, there's, like I said, there are so many triggers. You don't, aren't able to just take a moment for yourself when you need to. And it can become really, really difficult. And it becomes really, really overwhelming at times, especially if you don't have help, which goes into my next thing. Um, Any new parent, I don't care if it's your fifth child, if it's your first child, if you're a single mom, if you are doing it together, single dad, whatever, you need help. Like, it's 
takes a village to raise a kid. It really does. And if you don't have that help with your family, you need to find it in your friends or you need to find a social support group or something because you need help. You can't do this all on your own. And especially if you're dealing with like postpartum depression or, you know, just regular depression or any kind of mania disorders or schizophrenia or anything like that, you need help because I don't know, I don't want to speak for anybody other than myself, but I know personally I had a hard enough time just keeping my own shit together. So when Riley came along, I was just very overwhelmed because not only did I have to try to keep my shit together, but when I didn't have my shit together, I still had to keep hers together. And like I said, it takes a toll if you don't have help. And my biggest issue wasn't that I didn't have help it was that I didn't ask for it because that's just kind of who I am you know I'm the first to give help to anybody but I'm the last to ask for help and I don't know if it's a pride issue or what but it's something that I've learning to recognize and take responsibility for because at the end of the day when you don't ask for help when you need help you feel so alone and it's not a good place to be you know as a new parent being overwhelmed because again like I said it's not just your life anymore it's theirs as well and I just wanted to get on here and share that a little bit and let you know that it's okay for you to have freakouts every once in a while it's normal part of parenting but if you're somebody who struggles with you know negativity and depression on a daily basis and you have children it's so important to take time for yourself and get yourself in check because I noticed myself slipping a little bit and I was thankful enough to you know kind of catch it and realize that what was happening and start learning better ways to cope and the first one being is like I said asking for help um don't don't think you have to do it alone even if you're a single parent you know there's I would hope you have friends if you don't have family um and if you don't have either one of those there's local support groups there's local there are so many resources out there for people and I just want you to know that you don't have to suffer through an already difficult time and make it even more difficult on yourself because of your disorder and because of your illness Um, because it's just not worth it and everyone tells me oh well this is just the beginning you know like wait till they're toddlers like this is the easy part and it's like it may not be the hardest part of being a parent the infant phase but that doesn't make it any less difficult especially doesn't make it any less difficult for somebody who's completely new at it who's never experienced this before who's never gone through these phases that understand to understand that and it's definitely not easy for somebody who has to deal with that on top of their own personal depression or their own personal manias so I know a lot of people out there you know I've, I've had that advice oh well you just wait you just wait and before you say that to somebody who's a new parent you know or a first-time parent like think about it Like, you were in that position at one point in your life, too, being a first-time parent. You didn't know that this wasn't the most difficult time. 
And you didn't want just someone to be like, oh, well, you wait. You just want somebody to be there and to understand that, yes, this may not be the most difficult time, but that doesn't make it any less difficult. And I'm here to help you, not judge you, not reprimand you, not patronize you. Because at the end of the day, we do way too much of that. And you would think, you know, oh, whatever, people just brush it off. But when people are dealing with mental illness, it's not so easy to just brush things off. Especially when they're already overwhelmed and they already feel like they're failing. And then you tell them, oh, well, this isn't even the hard part. You know, like, that's where I've been just tugged on my heartstrings because it just hurts so much. Because I have been crying on my floor, sobbing multiple times, just like, I I can't do this. I, I'm not strong enough. I'm not capable enough. I don't have the maturity. I don't have the mindset, like, and it, it's, it's a horrible feeling, and you don't need more baggage on top of that already negative feeling. So I just hope people can listen to this and kind of get an understanding that not everybody's been there and everybody deals with things differently especially people who are dealing with mental illness on top of it and a lot of women do be new mothers a lot of women suffer from postpartum depression and the last thing they need to hear is oh well, this ain't even the hard part you know just learn to be more considerate with people and understand that you don't know exactly what they're going through like you've been through the same sort of experiences but it's not always dealt with the same way but I'm also here to tell you that you have to take responsibility for how you feel on a day-to-day -day basis. If you are overwhelmed, you have to be willing to ask for help. You have to be willing to put your kid down somewhere safe for five minutes and do something and take a breath for yourself and take a bubble bath and take a walk. Whatever it is you want to do, take a night for yourself. You have to do that because mental health is so important because if... You got to think about this. If you are living depressively, you know, full of anxiety, mostly negative, you're just giving out poor vibes everywhere you go because you're so overwhelmed. What do you think your baby or what do you think your kids are feeling? They're feeling that and they're seeing that. And that's how their behavior is being taught. And you may not think about that and they may not even think about it but it's a subconscious thing those are behaviors that they're being taught and if you aren't at your best mental capacity you're not at your best capacity to train them to be at their best mental capacity if that makes sense so I cannot stress enough like yes your kids come first your kids come first that's obvious that like you have to make sacrifices for yourself sometimes too put your kids before you, you know, yourself. But you can't sacrifice yourself for your kids. You can't sacrifice your physical and your mental health because you make the excuse of, oh, well, you know, I was just so busy with these kids all day. I'm just overwhelmed. I don't want to do that. Or I'm just going to buy McDonald's or I'm just going to, you know, because you're just feeding your depression. You're just feeding that negative you're feeding that oh I'm always tired I can't do this I and and those are behaviors that they're picking up on and I've realized that even with my daughter being nine months old she can't even talk yet but I've noticed that when I've been in the middle of my manias and I'm screaming at her dad over nothing and then I look over and she's watching that 
you know, she's looking right at me and she's hearing this and she's watching that. And it breaked my heart, you know, because I don't want her to think that that's a normal way to deal with your problems because it's not. And I don't want to be so overwhelmed all the time that she feels that and that she feels like she's the reason why I'm so overwhelmed, which she is, but not in a bad way. But if you're always so negative and you're not dealing with your depression in a healthy way, that's how they're going to sense it because that's what I did with my mom. And it's a cycle. And if you look back at it and you like you really think about it, you know, that's how your parents made you feel. That's probably how their parents made them feel and so on and so forth. And you have to look deep inside of you and make that decision to really focus on yourself and your mental health and finding a balance because most people are so overwhelmed with parenthood that they forget that they're more than parents. Like you're not just somebody's mom or somebody's dad, like you're somebody and that somebody needs to be fueled, that somebody needs to be loved, and that somebody needs attention as well. And I've been learning that, and I've been learning to take time for myself. And when I do have time for myself, I've been learning to do more productive things that fuel my mind and fuel my spirit, rather than just sitting there watching TV or reading negative news about the new abortion laws and all this and all that and the politicals and how the world's ending and everything, you know, you have to stay away from that because it only fuels your already depressive mood and your already depressive personality. So I just really hope that this reaches somebody who just feels overwhelmed and feels like they are failing as a parent and they're failing themselves because they just are so depressed and they're so just out of control with their illness and their emotions and I want to tell you that you're not alone and it can be changed you can change it but you have to be willing to and it's not easy like I said it's something that you have to become aware of that you're doing and when you wake up in the morning, you have to think of five positive things, like five reasons why you're waking up. However many of them being that child or those children in the next room. And at the same time, understanding that sometimes you need to let those little monsters be and take some time for yourself. You can't push your own happiness and your own needs on the back burner forever. Or else they're never going to be met. They're never going to be attended to. And you're going to end up miserable all the time without even maybe thinking about it or realizing it. And your kids are going to feed off of those vibes. And you're going to continue a cycle that I don't think any of us want to continue. You know, we all want to take the best and the worst of our parents and utilize that into our children. And then we feel like failures when we don't because we're old enough and we realize, oh, well, that's why my mom was so pissed all the time. Oh, that's why my mom was always bitching. Oh, that's why she was so tired and she never wanted to do anything. And, you know, like we get it now. But it doesn't have to be that way. You can change things. You don't have to be stuck going to a job you hate every single day and taking out everything that you didn't do and all of your lack of accomplishments out on your kid because you're so depressed and you're so ex anxious and overwhelmed and you're letting your mental illness get the best of you it doesn't have to be that way and I'm so glad that I had a swift 
kick in the face early on to realize that what I was teaching my daughter because how I was treating myself wasn't the way to go. And that's not how I want my daughter to be. And they see us more than they see anything else, you guys. They're watching us. And they're taking in every single thing we do, every single thing we say, how we handle every single situation. And they're learning from that. So if you feel like you're not handling yourself well, get yourself in check. First, understand that you're not alone. And it's normal. But it's also normal for you to reach a point where you understand that it shouldn't be like that all the time. And if it is like that all the time, you need to do something to change it. Or else your kids are going to end up just as depressed and unhappy as you are right now. And if you don't want them to be like you, then you need to change. That's all I have for today. This was Mommy with a Mouth. I hope this reaches somebody. Until next time.